Welcome to the Madison Miller Podcast Special Edition Series where I do my 2023-24 college basketball season predictions. This is part six, the SEC. So this is the last of the Power Six conferences. Part seven is going to be um, A-10, Mountain West, AAC, and WCC. Um, Part eight is going to be the remaining mid-majors and low-majors. And then... Um, part nine is going to be the, um, first edition of the bracket, mock bracket, and then I'm going to pick my national title winner and player of the year and all that jazz. So SEC, without further ado, here we go. So coming in first, I have the Tennessee Volunteers, um, this Tennessee team, I think, is going to be pretty good. They have uh, Santiago Vescovi um, in the fold. Um, they also have Zakai Ziegler, who is a good guard as well. So um, they have a ton of talent. They have a good coach, Rick Barnes, and I think that... Um, Barnes will continue his regular season success. Second, I have the Arkansas Razorbacks. Um, Arkansas is a a pretty interesting program. They have a good coach in Eric Musselman, year five already. They lose some guys, Nick Smith, Jordan Walsh, Ricky Fountain, and Anthony Black. Those are all big losses. They still have Devontae Davis. They have a good freshman center coming in in Bay Fall. Um, and coming in third, I have the Kentucky Wildcats. Um, this is not your same typical Kentucky. They have a good freshman coming in in Justin Edwards. Um, Antonio Reeves is a good fifth year guy. Um, but yeah, this is not one of John Calipari's best teams. They lose Jacob Toppin. They lose Kaysen Wallace. Chris Livingston, Oscar Shibway, and then Lance Ware goes to Villanova. So they have some good transfers and um, recruits coming in, which is good. Um, so maybe that will work in their favor. Um, coming in fourth, I have the Alabama Crimson Tide. Um, Alabama, weird year last year. Brandon Miller, that whole situation. And obviously he gets drafted, so they lose him. Grant Nelson's still there. Um, Mark Sears is still there. They have a good coach in NATO. It's their twenty-fifth or twenty-fourth in the uh preseason poll. Um NATO has a new staff, which is interesting. Um they lose Javon Quiverly, they lose Noah Clowney too. And they lose uh Jaden Bradley, who goes to Arizona. And they still have um Aaron Estrada. Or they get him as a transfer from uh, Hofstra. Um, coming in fifth, I have the Texas A&M Aggies. I think Texas A&M is going to disappoint this year. They have the SEC preseason player of the year and Wade Taylor to fourth. Um, but quite frankly, they don't have much else. Um, they're 15th in the preseason. Well, Bubs Williams is in year five. Um, 
they were a uh, a seven seed in the tournament last year. Um, they have some good recruits coming in too. Um, and then Tyrese Radford's still there too. Um, coming in sixth, I have the Auburn Tigers. Um, Auburn's an interesting team. Um, Johnny Broom's still there. Um, they have a good coach in Bruce Pearl, who's been there for 10 years now. Wendell Green, they lose, which is big. Um, Aiden Holloway's a good recruit that's coming in. An A-level point guard. Um, Katie Johnson is still there as well. Coming in 7th, I have the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Um, Tolu Smith is still there. Um, Chris Jansen, year two. Um, they actually made the tournament last year, but they lost to Pitt. Um, they do lose a lot of guys to transfer. They you have some other guys coming in as transfers. They have some good recruits coming in, too. Um, DJ Jeffries is there as well as a uh, transfer. Coming in eighth, I have the Florida Gators. Um, Florida, to me, is always overhyped as a um, college basketball team. Todd Golden's in year two. They were in the NIT last year. Good chance they're there again this year. Um, they lose Kyle Lofton, Colin Castleton, Myron Jones. They have some okay recruits coming in. Waller Clayton comes in as a transfer. Um, Riley Kugel's still there. Coming in ninth, I have the Missouri Tigers. Um, Missouri is an interesting team, too. Um, they were in the tournament last year. They were a 7 seed. Dennis Gates in year two. Demoy Hodge is gone. Now at the Lakers. Uh Kobe Brown gone. Isaiah Mosley gone. Um They have some interesting recruits coming in. As well. Um coming in tenth, I have Ole Miss. They're a very interesting team because they hired Chris Beard in the offseason after he was fired from Texas after what happened to him around the holidays last season. Um Ole Miss was just terrible last season. I do think this is a good hire despite what happened to him last year. But that was off the court. And I think a fresh start could do him wonders with less expectations. Um, a lot of um, roster turnover here. Some good recruits coming in too. Um, Javarian Sharp's a good recruit coming in. Or transfer coming in. Um... Jamin Brakefield's still there. Musa Sisse, good transfer coming in, as well as Alan Finnegan. Um, coming in 11th, I have Georgia. Um, Georgia's an interesting team. Mike White in year two. Um, a lot of roster turnover. They have a good shooting guard recruit coming in, Blue Kane, who's like a, a B-level player. Um, coming in 12th, I have... 
uh, Vanderbilt. Um, so, Vandy, year five under Jerry Stackhouse. Um, they're in the NIT. They got hot at the end of last year to make a run at a at large for the NCAAs, but they ended up in the NIT. Um, they have some good recruits coming in, so maybe next year they could be a big threat to potentially finish in the top five in the league. Um, coming in 13th, I have LSU. LSU is just a dumpster fire of a basketball school right now. Um, Matt McMahon in year two, a lot of roster turnover. They get um, Damian Collins from Kentucky. A couple decent recruits coming in as well. And at the bottom is South Carolina. South Carolina is a train wreck. Um, Lamont Paris in year two. They were a joke last year. Only four wins in the SEC play. Gigi Jackson's gone, which is a big deal. A couple of nice recruits coming in, which may help them. But this is obviously the worst team in this league. All right, player of the year in this league, I have Santiago Viscovi of Tennessee. I think Tennessee's the best team. Viscovi's their best player. Um, coach of the year, I'm going with Rick Barnes of Tennessee. He's a regular season winning machine, and he'll continue to do so this year. Freshman of the year, I'm going with Justin Edwards of Kentucky. He's the best freshman in this conference. He'll help Kentucky have a somewhat of a bounce back regular season. And um, he'll help uh, John Calipari um, gain some respect back from Kentucky fans that really thought that he should have left or gotten fired which was absolutely ludicrous. But um, they always say time has run its course. I mean, you can make that case for Cal, but um, certainly not this year. I think they're going to be um, the third-best team in this league this year, which is um, uh, pretty good in a pretty good league. Um, okay, bold prediction for this league. Um, this is a good one, but... I am going to say that um, there will be a coach that unexpectedly leaves for another job, a la Mike White, two years ago. They left Florida for Georgia. It doesn't necessarily have to be in conference, but I could see that scenario playing out for like one of these middle teams. And recognizes, oh, I might be in trouble. I'm going to bounce like how Mike White did. Um, I think that a decent bet for that could be Buzz Williams at Texas A&M. If Texas A&M, like, underachieves, um, I could see Buzz being like, yeah, it's not working for me here. I know I'm in trouble, so I'm going to bounce. And the other good example of this is... uh. Obviously, Texas with um, Shaka. And then they turned around and hired Chris Beard. So, um, we'll see um, what happens. But I could see it being Buzz. Um, There's other guys I could see it being. It could be Cal. For what we know, it could be Cal. Like, that's a really interesting one. I can't see being Musselman. If anything, Musselman will probably leave for a bigger job. But to me, I think this is going to be the uh, the Shaka, where somebody leaves for like a less pressure job. I think Buzz Williams and John Calipari are your two 
best bets for that. Okay, and now um, we'll do some futures for the SEC. Um, all right, Tennessee's the favorite, plus 290, and rightfully so. Texas A&M's plus 550. Kentucky's 6. Florida's 7. Auburn's 8. Alabama's 850. Arkansas's also 850. Mississippi State, Missouri, 17 to 1. Ole Miss is 20. LSU's 40. Georgia's 90. Vandy's 100. And South Carolina's 210. Um, Arkansas's value plus 850. I have them coming in second in the league. They have a ton of talent and an outstanding coach, maybe even the best coach in the conference right now in Eric Musselman. So Arkansas plus 850 is outstanding value. And I love that. I mean, Missouri's an interesting one. Obviously, but they lose a lot of guys that were on that team last year. So um, the value's there at Missouri, but I just want to go there. But to me, the value is on Arkansas plus 850. Although Alabama 850 is decent too, but they lost too many guys. So I'm going to say Arkansas at plus 850 is where the value lies. All right, Ewing Theory for the SEC. Um, um, Alabama, Brandon Miller is the obvious one. Kentucky, Oscar Shibway. Um um, Arkansas at um, Anthony Black and Nick Smith. Um, Florida, um, Kyle Lofton, Colin Castleton, maybe. Um, I cannot see it being a Dubois Hodge and Kobe Brown of uh, Missouri. I mean, could it be Julian Phillips of Tennessee? Maybe. Um could it be any of those Texas A&M guys that they lost? Um, no one really on Miss State. Um, Deshaun Ruffin of Ole Miss, maybe. Um, and another one I thought about was um, Wendell Green of Auburn. So there's a bunch of candidates that could be... Uh, Ewing theories in the SEC this season. So there you have it for the 2023-24 SEC predictions. Next up is the, uh, as I like to call, the uh, Tier 2 high major conferences. Mountain West, Atlantic 10, AAC, and West Coast Conference. So hope you guys enjoyed the uh, Power 6.